if this could change the world? A burrito. Yeah. With brands paying upwards of $5.5 million for a 30-second commercial spot, the economics of the Super Bowl, and by extension, corporate America, seem to be fairly resilient. Could this perhaps be a harbinger for a more positive 2021? You're listening to The Business Extra, coming from The National in Abu Dhabi. I'm Mustafa Al-Rawi, Assistant Editor-in-Chief. With me is Kelsey Warner, The National's Feature Editor and Co-Host. Hi, Kelsey. Hey, Mustafa. So as I was saying, uh, the Super Bowl is tonight. For those uh, that may not be familiar with it, it is a giant American and perhaps global uh, sporting extravaganza. The teams facing off tonight are the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A hundred million people expected to be the televised audience. Also, you have very anticipated or highly anticipated commercials by a number of brands. This is sort of a tradition. Uh, a lot of the ads have been leaked. Um, and you also have a halftime show uh, this year with The weekend. Usually it's a big sort of singing star, superstar, whatever you call them. And uh, it's all a very big moment, not just for sports, but sort of where the American cultural and business landscape is at the moment. Am I overselling it? No, I don't think you're selling it enough. In fact, Mustafa, the Super Bowl is, you know, a real, like just a marquee event. It's, it's our 4th of July. It's our Thanksgiving. It's, it's right up there, but it's really the best of consumer America. And to your point, $5.5 million for a 30-second spot, it's actually uh, ad sales. Viacom CBS is the team that does the ad sales, and they're a bit flat this year. So they eke up $100,000 or so each year, and it's it's a bit down this year. And they actually had a bit of trouble drumming up interest from the usual classics like Coca-Cola, Budweiser, Hyundai this year who have all said we're going to sit out and actually donate what we would typically spend on ad spots to charities. But that's actually opened up space for uh, advertisers who wouldn't typically jump into the fray. So they've actually got 20 new joiners. Uh, and the roster of commercials, you know, it's a lot of the usual suspects. So it's kind of fun to have some fresh voices in the mix. But yeah, they're, they're still ponying up a fair amount of money. So we ha- not the exponential growth that we've seen in recent years, understandable given COVID-19 and, and, and the effect on the economy. Um, and also, you know, I think, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the, the, the commercials that are expected to be aired uh, during the Super Bowl. But there seems to be a shift in, in, in values and in, in, in the kind of uh, messages that brands want to get across. It isn't sort of um, undiluted capitalism, but more sort of we, a more caring, softer attitude from, from some of these companies. And almost by Coca-Cola and those other brands saying, we're not going to spend that money this year. It sort of weighs into that message of it's a new look America. We have a new president in the White House. Uh, a lot has changed in the last year. Um, and perhaps it's sort of setting the agenda for, you know, a different conversation. America's the home of Madison Avenue and sex sells, but it is taking a different kind of tact this year. I do think we've all been sitting at home online this year, just listening to each other. And I think it's made brands potentially more PC. Cancel culture is a huge, you know, constant thread throughout our culture. So this idea of, you know, erring on the side of caution 
so as not to wade into hot water, I do think is probably on the minds of a lot of creative teams who are, uh, you know, building these ads. So if we get into some of the the expected uh, commercials that have been leaked in, in I'm, I'm doing my air quotes leaked. Um, I think they want they want them out there every year as early as possible to generate the discussion. Streaming on YouTube. <laughs> yes, very, I don't know if they're even leaked. very very hard to find. Um, some of these leaked ads. So did any any jump out at you in particular? So one that's interesting, the, the leaked uh, culture now is we can also criticize ads before they've even aired. So Dolly Parton uh, reprised her nine to five song for Squarespace, and it's already being, um, you know, pulled through the mud for really being a gross celebration of the side hustle culture. Uh, when she sang nine to five originally, it was to, you know, empower the working man to stick it to the boss. And with this rendition, she's really celebrating the gig economy, which everyone's feeling like they've worked way too hard in the last year to be reminded to work even harder. So for Squarespace, kind of a tough, uh, I think, debut for them on the Super Bowl. They make websites. Is that right? They make websites and really do cater to to the side hustler, to the person who, you know, has a business idea and wants to easily you know, pop up online. But I think that they probably missed the mark. And I think it's an interesting uh, commentary on where our heads are at this year. Dolly Parton, you know, she was an investor in one of the US vaccines. She's been one of like the most celebrated celebrities of the last year. She's having a bit of a renaissance. So for her to catch flack for her Squarespace turn is is kind of a, a fall from grace for her. What about you? So let's stick with e-commerce. So the two commercials that that I watched, uh, one was for the Robinhood app, the trading app that has been in the news lately because of the GameStop short squeeze uh, drama that played out. We'll, we'll play a little bit of it now. Don't think you're an investor? Do you make short-term investments? Long-term investments? And try to keep the big picture in mind. You don't need to become an investor. You were born one. Robinhood. So that Robinhood commercial is seems to be. Um, we don't know when they they actually created the the ad, but it seems to be kind of almost a reset uh, of relations with with its customer base. Given that there was a certain sense of betrayal on the part of its users uh, when they stopped uh, them being able to buy GameStop shares and other shares uh, when they were flying uh, the other day uh, in, in the whole Ferrari. So, so it's interesting they've chosen the Super Bowl as the medium to kind of say, hey, we're all in this together and we are, you know, everyone's an investor and we're the ones helping you be an investor. I will be curious to see what the reaction is. They seem to be in some hot water at the moment, but that seems to change with each news cycle. So we'll have to see. So uh, another commercial that I kind of thought was interesting was there was one for a outdoor equipment company, and it was very much focused on our desire for uh, the wild, for nature, given that we've all been cooped up at home uh, for various points of the last 12 months. And that was a real kind of emotive message of sort of family and and, and I guess what America is all about and getting out into the into the rocks and the and the and the, and the, and the woods and, and and to me that almost you know pulled on the heartstrings of, of kind of what a what a tough year it's been. To everyone in our great outdoor family, you may be feeling a little cooped up, but don't forget. We need nature to help us heal and reconnect with the ones we love the most. 
So when you can, get back to nature. Get back to each other. We're here for you. I wondered too if outdoors companies, Patagonia has been one of the most vocal kind of activist companies. They famously, alongside REI and other outdoors companies, have shut their doors on Black Friday to sort of stick it to consumerism and say, you know, head outside. The cynic in you wants to say, you know, they only seek to gain from moves like that. So I do think kind of the return to nature, those brands are really just hot. They're beloved. People do want to feel like they are, you know, putting their money towards companies that will make a difference these days. I think increasingly Procter & Gamble, even in their commercial this year is urging viewers to ensure that household chores are split evenly and equitably amongst the mess makers of your household. So like, it feels like every company has has a has a message, and I wonder too how much how much of it is getting watered down this year. So that's the cynic in me. So so the last uh, uh, commercial I'll I'll bring up because because for sheer ambition, um, Chipotle the uh, they sell burritos. Um, they they ha- their commercial sort of hypothesis is that um, ethically sourced burritos and ingredients can help um, you know with climate change. And all kinds of issues uh, that are plaguing us at the moment, and and it was a very kind of almost I would say reminds me of those sort of Coca Cola aspirational messages when when I was a kid at least of you know you drink a Coke you can change the world um, we'll all love each other uh, but this is eating a burrito is is the difference eating a burrito can help a farmer and don't we all want to believe that yeah and then to Thinking about the back to nature messaging, it is um, Amazon Fires, which is the Amazon streaming service. Their general manager has predicted that this will be the most streamed event ever because of the rise of smart TVs and just the various platforms that we can watch from these days. So it's going to be potentially the most streamed event ever. So as much as we're getting these back to nature messages, we're all going to be on our butts on the couch <laughs> watching yeah. the Super Bowl. Absolutely, and that, and and some of the brands are taking advantage of that second screen phenomenon. You're watching TV, you're on your phone. So Mountain Dew's got a social media c- a competition. You can win a million dollars by doing something, some task to do with their commercial uh, during the Super Bowl. So I mean, you're seeing some innovation. Uh, perhaps that will be the the future of, of of our consumption of not just sports but all kinds of uh, entertainment. Mm. And the Super Bowl promises to kind of be as interesting off the field as it may or may not be uh, on the field. As always, and even so innovative that the weekend has had to pony up for his own halftime show. He's bragged actually that he's put forward seven million dollars to help defray the costs of whatever is going on at halftime. Uh, during this show. So I'm really curious to see what they've come up with there, but it sounds like the cost of the halftime show has really ballooned because artists are seeing what an opportunity it is to drive, you know, new listeners, get new fans. And so he's making an investment in it himself, it sounds like. We'll leave it there. Kelsey, thank you so much. Good to be here. Thank you all for listening. All that remains is to thank our production team, Arthur Edison and Aisha Khan. Please do join us again next time.